Hello and welcome back to the first edition of Editing Aloud for the year 2018. Um, before, when we left you, well, just after we left you, we had a rather interesting conference uh, in Johannesburg of the African National Congress. We have a new leader of the party, Sir Ramaphosa. We have the old president, Jacob Zuma, still the president. Nothing's happened to him. Um, uh, but there's a different sort of feel in the air at the moment. Uh, there, are, there are reports of uh, uh, the NPA actually investigating crime uh, and uh, even the possible arrest I heard this morning of a cabinet minister uh, in Bloemfontein. And I was wondering, um, Sikonati, if any of this could possibly be ascribed to the fact that Sora Ramaphosa is now head of the party, given that the police and the NPA and all the people doing these investigations don't report to him, they report to ultimately President Jacob Zuma. The, it, it absolutely does. Remember, uh, th there was someone that uh, people reported to that uh, that person didn't want people doing their jobs uh, in the crime investigation scene. So that person has lo now lost power and a guy called Cyril Ramaphosa has got the power. And, and the, the professionals inside the police, inside the Hawks, inside the, the prosecution agency, those that have always wanted to do their jobs can now overlook that uh, Sean the Ship guy that has been blocking them and 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 that's that that's exactly what's happening so you you think that the that in fact inside the hawks inside of the npa that sort of senior senior people are breaking loose of the actual hierarchy and saying get out of our way we're going to do our job we're going to charge these people and if you want to stop us we will tell everybody exactly and we can even charge you with uh, the obstruction, obstruction of justice yeah. and even uh, treasonous, uh, uh, some some treasonous charge. So the fact of the of the matter is now that uh, Sean has lost political pr protection, yeah. and his mission there was never to prosecute, but was just to make sure that nobody prosecuted. Yeah, mm. and and Tim Cohen, um, is there a is there a there's an expectation for this weekend because um, there are there are. The ANC NEC meets again. Yeah. It's having a lechotla. I don't know what it is that they talk about policy, I suppose, or each other. Um, there's an expectation that somebody will put their hand up and ask for the recall of President Zuma. How, how reasonable is that expectation? How reasonable are those? Um, yeah. Is it is it a reasonable expectation? I, yeah, I mean, it's a reasonable expectation that s somebody will put up their hand. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. I yeah. don't think um, the uh, wh whether it's a reasonable expectation that that will be you know uh, successful. successful. A completely different question. I, I mean, I uh, I think it's very delicately put. I think it's fascinating now to see what they do because the. Um, you know, because it's, as we've said before on this program and elsewhere, you know, Ramaphosa is not a, you know, he's not a sharp mover. He likes to play the slow game. He likes things to happen in a kind of easy way. You know, he, uh, he, he's, uh, he's not a forceful uh, kind of personality. No. Um, but in this situation, you know, you, you, if ever, you know, he needed to sort of gather up his yeah. strength and get his right uh, together. Yeah, and put the you know <laughs> because put the knife in the back. You know, you know, this is now. You know, yeah. if he doesn't do it now, then he's in real trouble. Also and I think his, his his authority will kind of seep away. All the stuff that Wasiko was talking about, yeah. all all of the kind of new sheriff in town sort of assumptions that people are making, yeah. they'll stop making. 
You know, the, uh, yeah. so he's got to do it. And if he, d he has to stand or fall in this moment. And it's amazing how people pull behind the leader when the leader's there. And I think that's what we're seeing with the prosecuting authorities who actually, some of these orders that they are now enforcing date back to late last year yeah. before the ANC conference. Yeah. But now with the leader, sort of a new leader in place, they off they go. But but I think... But, it was it, but isn't it not interesting that they were put in place under a Zuma yes. administration? And quite frankly, I mean, as I certainly was betting at the time, as I'm sure was Jacob Zuma, that that of course Zaina would would win in. So in I think we all, but yeah, yeah. but no, but it's amazing me. how quickly Sorry, we yes, you you were beating you. through to through. Speak for yourselves, Peter. I think <laughs> no. uh, you were right by that much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the authority <laughs> issue that that is crucial. It's yeah. also that um, a lot of damage can be done in a very short time if if he leaves Zuma in place. Yeah. I mean, already he, he, Zuma's landed them with this complete poison pill yeah. um, of, of the higher education funding, yeah. which they have to find in a budget which was already extremely constrained. Um, and they're dealing with an ESCOM which is really on the brink of imploding. And yeah. in a sense, um, Cyril, I would have thought in terms of the economy alone, has no option but to get in there pretty fast and avoid any further damage being done. You see, because my, my conversations with people who are reasonably close to the president go like this. Um, that he doesn't think he needs to go. He doesn't think he's doing any damage. Um, that uh, he um, has um, behaved impeccably towards Sir Ramaphosa since he became party leader. He's met with him. He's spoken with him. They have a, a working relationship going. He would be prepared. To, he wants to. He wants to deliver a state of the nation address and open parliament. He wants it to be a. Um, uh, a speech that will leave its mark on South African politics. He sees the need for himself not to be the president by the time the next election is there. So he's prepared to uh, consider something like an early election come around September. Okay? So what does that look like? How does that pan out in terms of if you were trying to finance that fantasy or that dream and you were his finance minister, Sikonati, how, where do you get the money to, to, to get through until September when Jacob Zuma then decides to call it quits and, and we have an early general election? Look, look that, that, that what you've just said now about his plans and in mm. de definitely what he wants happen would be the first time that the person that ha should have been fired three, four years ago decides uh, on his own terms how he lives. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Zuma should not be able to deliver the state of the nation address in parliament uh, he is yesterday's man and he's caused enough damage and the anc is very well aware hence they had been trying themselves to get rid of him they're very well aware that each day he's he, he sits there as president he costs the anc directly uh, electoral support fewer and fewer of them will go back to parliament uh, after the election but if you but if you if you look at the sort of metrics now You've got, you know, there's a nice, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a wind of change blowing over the country. People are more confident. Rand is strengthening. I'm not sure, Tim. We'll talk about the bond market. I don't know what's happening to the. And none of the that should be sh should be held hostage by Jacob Zuma staying on a day longer, a week longer than he should. But in his own mind, in his own mind, things are things are looking just fine oh definitely mm. his own mind is very different to to everything uh, to, to reality that everybody else sees he's, he, he, i'm sure he thinks he's the best president that has ever served the people of south africa uh, the reality however 
is different. And, and he should not be there. Malusi Kigaba and Cyril Ramaphosa, yeah. and whoever, in fact, Malusi Kigaba should also not be there. Whoever is trying to get this economy going again will have a mammoth task if Jacob Zuma is still president. By the time ESCOM must release its interim results, uh, if it ever will, yeah. uh, by the time, by the time, the, the finance minister must present a budget. Uh, people when, is, when, when is Tim, when is crunch day, or all three of you? When is crunch day for ESCOM? It was the end of December. Uh, the interim results, which were for the period to the end of September, should, according to the JSE's right. rules, have been published before the end of December, right. which they had initially promised. Yeah. They mm -hmm. missed that deadline, right. and the, uh, the JSE is now threatening When does it need to repay? It's dead. We're not very clear, but certainly within the next couple of months, there are big rollovers. But uh, next, so it's months, not weeks. Oh yeah, months, months. I mean, if they if they don't if they don't open their their kind of financing with the um, the uh, with the banks uh, by the end of March, they are in serious. Okay. I mean, serious. So Eskom doesn't. If, uh, so Eskom is not an issue this weekend. In other words, if if Zuma is not recalled this weekend. ESCOM survives because the banks will continue. We don't know because no. no, Sikonati will know better. But we don't. Uh, ESCOM has got liquidity problems, the extent of which we do not know. Whether it can uh, still be paying suppliers and staff and so on is also in question. We we simply uh, don't look, know. Uh, it has to service its coupon in March. Run, but it has to pay salaries now, and yeah. ESCOM itself says it doesn't have the money to be paying salaries and suppliers. So it doesn't have it what now. I'm, what I'm trying to get at is what would it, what can be d decided this weekend, okay? Let's say, let's say, if, let's say they recall Jacob Zuma. How does that relieve ESCOM? Do the what banks do then come in and say, now that you've done that, no. we will, yeah, yeah, yeah. we can help. What happens? What, what sort of help does ESCOM need So the, the sequence that has Monday? to happen is that Jacob Zuma goes this weekend. Yeah. Um, the uh, Sol Ramaphosa takes over next week. Yeah. Uh, after appoints Davos. Appoints, uh, or yeah, after Davos, or appoints a new uh, public enterprises minister yeah. uh, and uh, uh, introduces a new kind of fiscal plan. Yeah. Then the doors open. Then the, 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 the bankers, the bankers, bankers will roll over the loans. New board, if new that management. doesn't happen, then everything's and the loans are so rolling. Uh, sorry, there's there's bonds out there which are is which is one thing, yes. which are the coupons that you're talking about. Yeah. But there are loans that ESCOM uses to pay salaries. But uh, also the taps have simply been switched yeah. off domestically. The yeah. bankers won't lend to them. The bond market locally won't lend to them. Um, mm. So so they're struggling to find cash locally, right. and that uh, the local lenders have pinned that to governance. So yeah. the 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 people I, s I talk to in the in the government, they need two weeks. Once Jacob Zuma is is gone, they need two weeks to put in a board, because there's no board. Mm. Uh, that is not a board that's on there. So they need two weeks to put a minister and and a board. And the condition of the lenders, local lenders, they, they, they've been begging uh, these South African banks for at least 13 billion rand uh, in an overdraft facility, and no one would give it to them until they have a board. So the people I talk to that are very close to Cyril Ramaphosa mm. will put in a board 
uh, at ESCOM sought all the governance, uh, at least those that can just be ticked off, mm. like firing people in two weeks. And, and, and uh, then the banks will immediately uh, chip in the, the, the required funds. And that will enable ESCOM to, uh, to, to pay the, the coupons and then start uh, collecting, uh, raising more money in a bond. They need to do a $1 billion bond uh, by, uh, by, by the middle of March before they release their financial results. Where would uh, they go to for that? The market, open markets? They, they go to the, to the open markets. International, uh, to, uh, market. international markets. But they cannot go there with this kind of leadership they have now. They cannot go there with Lynn Brown, with uh, Jacob Zuma, with Zatembe Koza on. And that needs two weeks uh, from the day Jacob Zuma goes uh, to, to, to a day where they can have a proper board. And there are uh, people that have been earmarked for these positions. You will see people like Jabuma Buza coming in in prominent, uh, really prominent positions to prop up the, 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 the major parts of the economy. And, and that's when things will get uh, working. And that applies for South African Airways. And do we do, do does the, is the budget delayed or does Malu, does Melusi Gagaba stay on as finance minister if if Jacob Zuma were to choice. go? I would say um, the, that that um, if 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 they succeed in getting rid of uh, Jacob Zuma soon, then I would suspect there, w there would be an enormous cabinet reshuffle. Um, almost every post will change. No. Um, Remember, the president the, uh, lives with his cabinet. Yeah. Um, um, if if they no, don't, that's in, the that's in the case of a, of a vote of no confidence. The no. the constitution is that the president appoints the cabinet, and the president resigns. The cabinet is dissolved. Uh, okay. There's a new president coming in. No. Uh, the, the that president no. immediately appoints a cabinet. We'll so that's we'll what's going to we'll happen. We'll we'll carry on with this conversation in a moment. Welcome back, um, panel. Just back to our, back to our topic. Then, I mean, is is Sol Ramaphosa being too coy with Jacob Zuma? I mean, is he is he not confident of the support he has in the a in the top six in the NEC? Why is he? What, what I understand that the, there is some short term benefit in say, quote treating the sitting president with respect and not. Mm pushing him out uh, too violently, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But is, that, is, all, is, is this all part of a sort of a long game, or is he, is he really quite frightened of what Zuma might be, be capable of? Well, I think, you know, I mean, we're guessing here, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, but, the, uh, but m m my guess is that he is assessing his strength. He doesn't exactly know, um, you know, because the, the outcome of the ANC conference mm. Uh, wasn't was uh, you know was so uh, hard was it, you know yeah. all of the factions got a little bit of the pie you know yeah. so so now we ended up with a kind of bit of a mess so now he he, he has to try and work out exactly what his support is you know what wh where his what his actual opposition mm -hmm. is um, and I think he the um, so you know if they come out of this lachotla at the weekend uh, with no decision then I think we can say. The ANC is like deeply riven by this issue and can't resolve it. And and uh, Ramaphosa's strength within the uh, is uh, is not as much as we thought. Um, the uh, so it's this week. It's this weekend. Yeah, that, I would that's guess the watershed. Starting tomorrow on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, he, his his approach really and and the first 
topic on the agenda there is, is Jacob Zuma. Yeah. And then there will be uh, the election of the National Working Committee, yeah. which, is the, which is the in committee of the National yeah. Executive Committee of about 26 people. Yeah. His approach really is to, is to make sure that he, he, he gathers support. And you've seen the tone changing. People like Malusi Kikaba, people like uh, Fiki Lembalula uh, singing his praises. And, and you needed to, w with that kind of margin that, that mm. he won with, you need to get uh, enough people. Because these people were, were appointed and, and, and thank Jacob Zuma for his jobs as, as, as cabinet ministers. So you need to, 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 to give, uh, have a working relationship and mm. give some, some comfort that uh, you're not just coming in with guns blazing. Yeah. So he's got that now behind him. And he stopped them uh, discussing the matter for the January 8th statement. Mm. He's now got that behind him. And, and, and you can see there's, there's quite a, a lot of support, certainly a lot more than what he got in December. Yeah. And that's, where the, the, that's the point but at which he can start acting. Henry, just answer me this. So it's now less than a month until the next budget, right? So can, can, can a minister take over uh, the Treasury, let's say, um, Zuma goes and, and, and Malusi Gigaba, I think he would stay in the cabinet somewhere. I think uh, um, Cyril would try and keep him on in some capacity, but maybe not at Treasury. Can a new finance minister just arrive and three weeks later deliver a credible budget? Uh, given Malusi Gigaba's performance the last time, anybody could do better than that because mm. the officials compile the numbers and write the review. Um, the minister is should, should be making the political decisions about what they're going to do about the fiscal challenges that they face. Now, we know that last time in October, Melissa Gigaba didn't make any decisions. He just let the numbers speak for themselves. Um, so certainly the, the, the work is done by the officials, and it, it prob probably a lot of it's already gone to print mm. because it, it would have had to. Mm. Um, and, and it is certainly theoretically possible for a new minister to take over not long before, as long as he or she is willing to work very, very hard to get properly briefed. Yeah. Remember, there's already this interministerial yeah. fiscal committee which mm. is sitting, and um, the sort of budgetary decisions that really mm. desperately need to be made have sort of gone up very much okay. to presidential level. So, yeah. so those decisions, presumably, we hope, are being made anyway at a political yeah. level, and there's no reason yeah. why you couldn't put in a new minister even and though there's it would a budget be committee that puts all of these committee. together. And is, yes. there, is there a finance minister staring us in the face who we don't already know about? I mean, Provin Gordon surely can't do it again. Well, uh, he's well, been speculated about for public the Department of Public Enterprises. Well, he'd have a, he'd yes. have a great deal of he'd fun doing that. We, we have to appreciate the fact that this cannot be just business as usual, mm. I, I, in which case then you need, again, a, a, a trusted hand with some credibility just for the next 18 months. Who's to there? But who's there? Uh, he's obvious. He's there. He's been there. He's been he, finance minister twice now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's Pravin Gordon. Mm. Uh, you, you need someone to stabilize the ship and point it in the right direction. Now with proper authority at the top as president, uh, you, you just need that person mm. for about 18 months. Pravin yeah. Gordon is ready to retire. Uh, he, he didn't want to go to back to parliament, but they had a project to do. Yeah. Now that project is, is just for the next 18 months. You need someone like that, and then you can have your yeah. as, as finance minister yeah. in 2019. I, I, I'm uncomfortable talking in the realms of sort of fiction um, because we imagine that all this is going to is going to happen and I'd rather wait I think probably it's my own fault for asking the questions so until we know for sure. Any but delay in the budget would yeah. be a terrible signal. It's been on the third of Wednesday of February for as long as anyone yeah. remembers. There will be no delay. There will be no yes, delay. I mean this is crucial for bond markets okay, and, and okay. South Africa generally. 
On the economy generally, Hillary, the Monetary Policy Committee of the Reserve Bank is meeting today. What are they going to do? I would have thought they would hold, yeah. but as always, we're looking um, very much to what they say, not just yeah. what they do. And I think they are going to set the tone for monetary policy this year and mm -hmm. give us their take on the economy. I would have thought from their point of view, given with a budget coming up with uncertainty, as we've spoken about, about who's in charge yeah. for the foreseeable, um, there's too much um, riding on it to, to take the risk of cutting. So while the inflation... Inflation is going to look better, probably. This is not the time, I would have thought, to move. And things but it will like be sort of very free education. And the RAND. The RAND. Because the RAND is. Where do they want really the RAND to be? I mean, does anyone. Ever they don't know. No, they, they don't manage yeah. the RAND. But the RAND is 10% stronger now than it was, yeah. more than 10% stronger now than it was when they last met. So yeah. the outlook for inflation starting out of this year really improves. Yeah. But whether the RAND will hold, we still facing a, a Moody's downgrade yeah. um, and a capital outflows. Uh, we're facing all sorts of political uncertainties and yeah. indeed global uncertainties, yeah. which could weaken the RAND. And yeah. it is doesn't seem the time to, yeah. to take is a Is Davos plan. going to be at all interesting? I mean, I know uh, Donald Trump is going to. You've, you've been to Davos before. You yeah, and I'm going this year. Going yeah, <laughs> I'm going um, again. Um, Donald Trump meets Sir Ramaphosa. Do you think he'll? I don't know. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm be ex extraordinarily interested to see whether or not, uh, um, whether the, whether Donald Trump's wants to meet African leaders yeah. or thinks that there's, you know, yeah. uh, and w and even if he does, whether yeah. they'll meet him. You know, yeah. the, yeah, what shithole uh, do you run? Yeah. Which one? Which shithole yeah. is your yeah. shithole? Yeah. The uh, um, I, I would I would think that the. Um, American State Department would absolutely love to get him together with Cyril Ramaphosa on a platform somewhere, um, yeah. and I'm so sure that that Cyril Ramaphosa would absolutely not want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so there'll be a lot of sort of heading, lots of heading, heading about, for cover. Yeah, heading, yeah, yeah. Well, but maybe maybe Trump doesn't want to. Maybe he doesn't care. You know, yeah. maybe he doesn't. Uh, um, that's not what he's interested. In. I mean, it's very interesting that he should be going to. Uh, Davos, he's the candidate of America first. You know, he's, he's the candidate against well, global he, he trade. And now Xi Jinping went last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it's a deep, deep, yeah. deep case of FOMO. You know, that, yeah. that this is uh, uh, that this is the reason why he's going. It has nothing to do with, you know, kind of any policy sort of issue. It's uh, yeah. it's weird that he's that he should even want to go, yeah. um, given his uh, notion. But there's no chance, Hillary, that Team South Africa under Cyril will make any sort of there are no surprises we're expecting out of our delegation to Davos. Well, I think Cyril does go. Yeah. Um, he went last year as the leader. He's going to get asked questions by he, he goes as yeah. the president in waiting. So I think that gives him a stature in a Davos yeah. um, context to talk to investors, which he wouldn't certainly wouldn't have had if the ANC election had gone the other and way. And if so something it's quite happens exciting. this weekend and he goes Absolutely. to Davos, yeah. people just, you'll, you'll have no time to himself at all. I mean, it would be a complete scrum yeah. if he was in the process of changing government while he was in Switzerland and not in South Africa. No, I mean, I'm sure he, he, he um, I'm sure people are going to be falling over themselves to, yeah. meet, to meet and greet and to, uh, yeah. um, he's the new 
Talking about falling you, over you, you themselves. You guys will be surprised, though, uh, Tim. He's going to go in there and, and meet uh, uh, Donald Trump and invite him to come hunt at his game farm in the shithole in <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> and, and, uh, and that's and where... It will be very constructive. Uh, it will be a very constructive discuss uh, discussion. <laughs> and then a, a lot of investments will follow mm. uh, Donald Trump coming to, to hunt some buffalo in Cyril's farm. And, and you'll see... Uh, what, uh, what what happens thereafter? Yes, uh, and because nobody yeah. else is talking to Trump, I mean Macron's yeah, not going to be talking to Trump. Yeah. Theresa yeah, May yeah. is going to be a bit wary. And then maybe Trump Trump he's a businessman. This time he will avoid having uh, uh, Michael Bloomberg introduce him to Donald Trump, but he'll have someone else. And and you you'll see what happens: American investment uh, flowing in, starting at the farm. <laughs> the the oh. the contingent. Uh, adv advantages of uh, Sora Ramaphosa. Yeah. Nobody's taken account so, of it. So, <laughs> um, as we come towards the end, uh, Tim Code, you've got a new theory about world bond markets. And, and um, it's not quite we're all going to die, but, but world bond markets are at a tipping point, as you were explaining well. earlier. <laughs> Um, and as you'll obviously flesh out in great detail no, now. Yes, yeah. um, um, but somebody's called a bear market in bond markets. What does that mean and why should yeah. we worry about it? Well, I mean, it is, a, it is an extraordinary thing. I mean, if you, uh, if you look at the graph of bond yields uh, since around about 1988, they have gone you know, steadily downwards. Right. Um, so 1988... Um, because they go at the inverse of the price, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, so basically, it's been there's been a bull market in yeah. bonds yeah. Uh, for for thirty bonds forty gen years. Bonds generally, bonds, not bonds generally. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the, the the key uh, marker is the um, U.S. ten-year Treasury, yeah. and that's the one that you know is the sort of guides yeah. the globe in a way. Yeah. Um, but you know, interest rates have gone down in South Africa too. People forget um, the uh, they they've been. In the last couple of years, they've gone up, uh, but um, you know, in they're 1994, they yeah. were, you know, yeah. there was that 1998. What was it, Hillary? I think uh, the, the 22, two or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for very fun. brief periods. But anyway, the uh, but the local trend has been down too. So now the idea is, and this is please, this is not my idea, that that uh, the U.S. Uh, Treasury yield has uh, gone above two and a half percent for the first time. Um, in um, well, Ever. it's no for, for a long time, yeah. uh, and the the trend might be heading the other way. And what does and that mean? It's not good for us. Not good for anyone. <laughs> uh, not good for emerging markets. Not good for emerging because markets. Because not not good for Because why would people holders. buy our bonds for the yield if the yield is? If the dollar yield is, well, ours yeah. would just have to be higher, presumably. Correct. And what's okay. a, what happens to your interest rates when your yields rise? Do they rise the as well? Yeah. So, um, so you know, the, for, for consumers, yeah. they usually think about it in terms of yeah. their, their own, their own yeah. housing yeah. Uh, mortgages. So uh, those, goes up, those will go up too in most circumstances, you know, the, uh, yeah. and that means, you know, the uh, more money, money comes out of the consumer economy uh, and for so governments. For, for 2018, 2018 this, this particular outlook is very bearish. Correct. Um, for higher interest rates around the world. Correct. Um, uh, lower bond from prices. From a very low base. From a very low base. Across area. the world. Right. What we don't want here is those higher interest rates 
here. In fact, we want to be going the, the, the other way, which again has got that problem that Hillary was talking about. It narrows the spread or the, uh, yeah. the, the, the yield for, for, for those people that rather stay home than come here for a lower interest rate. But that, that's where we are going. Thank you for joining us. Good to see you again. I hope you had a good break. We'll see you again next week.